to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Broadcasting from the top floor of the Radio Milk World headquarters in Oakland, California. What? A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm, I'm from the South. <laughs> I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. If you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. I'm known for many things, and strong invectives are one of them. Conan, you have a lot going on right now. It means something. Well, we all deserve to be recognized. See anything wrong with, you know, being into the stuff you're into. 150 people with a massive crowd, you know. We'll sing you a song. You may be led astray. Meatloaf has a Christmas album. For what, what an excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about Math Rock. You no, know, I kind of know the town man for Rob Zombie. And presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I liked it because of the beginning, middle, and the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. You know, that's my take on it. What's yours? Protonic reversal! That's like a science thing, right? That's right! That's right. You're in the right time, the right place, and it is magic time! It is time to get things started on The Muppet Show tonight. Welcome. Welcome back, friends. Welcome once more to the one and only Protonic Reversal. We welcome you to it! We welcome you! What? Welcome. What? Welcome. Welcome you! Today we have Joe Cardmo of the Icarus line. And I'm looking forward to talking to him. I think it's going to be it's going to be a good conversation. Interesting cat. He's touring uh, with the Icarus line. And they're touring with Scott Weiland. What? I know, I know, I know. Scott Weiland. Yeah, so that's interesting. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. We'll uh, we'll talk about a lot of stuff. 
It, it's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be a good time. We'll have Brenna Betts in studio shortly, and uh, I, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be. It's gonna be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Do you like fun? Do you like things that are that are that are fun? Is, is that a thing that you might like? Huh? Maybe you might like this show. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's kick things off before we get too into the hyperbole. Too late. And let's hear some... Oh, let's hear some Nonagon. Yeah, Nonagon are always awesome, right? This is the Fister.
That's right. That was a uh, little nervous curtains for you. That was nervous curtains with uh, what, what was that? That was City of Hate. It was was the name of that City of Hate. And before that, we had Nanagon with uh, the Fister. Uh, City of Hate. That's off of the new Nervous Curtains record called. Uh, we're an American band, I think. Some <laughs> what's the name of that record? Damn it! It says, hello, Brenna. How are you doing? Oh, hello. I'm I'm doing well. You'd like to welcome Brenna Betts to the studio. Brenna Betts. Uh, Con is the name of that record. Con, not K H A N. Oh, okay, because that's immediately <laughs> what I C- thought C- of in Star Trek. C O N, yeah. Immediately. <laughs> no, I mean, how can how can you not? Uh, of course, we're, we're, we're programmed. We're the, the internet age, right? I guess <laughs> I kind of thought that I was instantly going to be deemed as a complete dork, but I mean, I come by it honestly. I no, I mean, it, <laughs> hey, you know, that's <sighs> the internet. Yeah, well, my mom watched Star Trek every day of my childhood. Star Trek's great. I mean, I'm I'm a fan. So, I mean, the con thing. (laughs) Wait, wait, I should try that again. um, So this is uh, Nervous Curtains with... (laughs) Make sure to get the new Nervous Curtains record. At nervouscurtains.bandcamp.com. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's right. It's called professional radio. I can't help but think other. of something else whenever you say nervous curtains. It's it's a funny band name. I'd like to know more about the um, history of that or nervous why. curtains. Yeah. The anxious drapes. The anxious drapes. <laughs> uh, the, the panic attack blind. I don't know. Yeah, the Panic Attack Blinds. <laughs> you know, I liked them better when they were called the Panic Attack Blinds, really. No, uh, <laughs> great band. Uh, what, Dallas, Texas. Sean was in the Paper Chase f- f- featuring our former guest of the show, John Congleton. Oh, okay, right. Actually. Right. And, uh, yeah, really good, you know, synth, synth-based musics that <laughs> is good. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, Music yeah. is good. <laughs> God, the quote of the day. Put that in your freaking bio. Synth based music is good. <laughs> oh, Christ. What the fuck is wrong I heard with a me? really hilarious. It was a very honest quote uh, oh, good. last hope, night. Is it long, I hope? No, it's okay. kind of short, actually. <laughs> but right, I'll put later. I was like <laughs> asking questions about this band um, that someone I met is in, and. <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, we don't have we don't have vocals. We're post rock." And I was like, <laughs> "I like just immediately started laughing because I was like, of course, of of course." And I was like, "I don't. I'm not making fun of you. I'm sorry, but like that quote in itself is absolutely that, that, all that, it should be. That should be following our things that make you go, what?" <laughs> <laughs> we don't have vocals. We're post-rock. I was like, oh, yeah, that about sums it up. That'd be a good bit. <laughs> Things that make you go, what? Yeah, that's good. Maybe mm-hmm. We should do that. Considering I lost the entire soundboard when my iPad crashed this, this weekend. and I Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. You're, 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 <laughs> you're heartbroken about that. <laughs> Funny, uh, Brennavitz's uh, reaction to that was... If only there was a sign, su- sound, <laughs> wow, sound bite. <laughs> Give for, me a sign. For <laughs> eye expressions, like eyebrow raises or 
winky faces. If, if only if there was a, you mean like an emoji? Like a sound version of emojis. A sound version? Like sound version therapy? A sound version. A oh. sound version. <laughs> I was going to say, I know, I know a few bands that get sound version for. Oh my God, I already have motion sickness. Play me like a minute of the Smashing Pumpkins and I'm averted right out the door. <laughs> Averted, not inverted. Not okay, inverted. Good to know. No, that's that's important. Very, very different thing. Very <laughs> important distinction we have there. Uh, we got Joe from the Icarus Lines going to be calling in in about fifteen minutes. Looking forward to that. That should be uh, that should be a good time. Uh, that's looking forward exciting. To that. Yeah, uh, buddy of buddy of friend of the show, Travis Keller. I'm a fan of Travis buddy, Keller's. Buddy of buddy buddy of Buddyhead. Sure. Buddy of Buddyhead. Apparently, yeah, Prince flexed on him. I saw his tweet yesterday or the day before. Oh, really? What was it? Just the copyright like stuff, a, probably? Yeah, no, no. it was some sort of copyright cease and desist type of dealy email that he tweeted. What I was mean, like, what was the cease and desist over? Do you remember? It was a copyright thing. I think it might have been something to do with like a listing on their website. I'd have to look it up specifically. Mm. They have better detail like they probably listed i don't know his email or something on their website i <coughs> <laughs> think what do you think people are like know, sending tired. sending prints uh viagra spam or something <laughs> oh along those god. lines do you think and he needs it the, oh my god prince in there man this is bullshit he's like i got a blouse and now i'm getting viagra what is going on <laughs> i better Better make an entire another band entirely full of women to show how virile I am. <laughs> <laughs> the artist formerly known as. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's funny because it's true. Yeah, you know. Maybe a little bit. I don't actually I don't know, know I don't, him. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> coming in next week, we got a uh, prince. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be that, amazing. That actually, would be awesome. I would like probably pee a little bit. When you know you what? Told me that. He would be a great person to be on this show because uh, you know I'm I'm like a I like some of the music, but I'm a super casual fan. Like it wouldn't be like a worshipful. He would like never. You're not never a do fan. It. It's super fine. <laughs> Prince is fine. I guess. Whatever. You're afraid. To, you're in the closet about your no, hatred. I'm, no, I'm. I'm not. I don't see. See, because I hate it. Seeing I hate the music of Prince would be disingenuous because I don't hate the music of Prince. I almost never think about the music of Prince. And when I hear it, at least half the time, I'm like, that's pretty good. But, like, I don't feel the need to, like, that's my jam. I'm going to put it on and, you know, freaking dance around in my underwear and, you know, grab a broom and play air guitar. Like, you know. (laughs) That's a hilarious image. (laughs) Which is the metric. I guess that's the metric. I don't know. But uh, but then I, because I know people are like, oh, Prince. And then. Prince is the greatest artist ever in the history of all things artistry. And it's like, well, is he? Really? I, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But he should, like, I, yeah, Prince, come on the show. Never what happened. He doesn't do any any media, I really? don't think. I know a lot about him for someone so to mean someone different towards him. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we hear some of this new Icarus? Let's try that again. This new Icarus line record. Uh, this is Total Pandemonium. This is a... This is not a Prince song.
trash floating in a sea of garbage But nothing is pure But everything is coincidence I'm searching for some answers Are you just looking?
right, that was the X with uh, Frenzy. That is off of the Stars and Alternators record. <laughs> and before that, we had Total Pandemonium. Inflection Mine. From the new record by the Icarus Line. And joining us, now my phone, I believe we have we have Joe from the Icarus Line. Joe, are you there? What's up, man? Hey, hey, look at that. It's like we're oh. radio professionals or something. Amazing. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Uh, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, it's, it's so great to have you. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. The first night of the tour was yesterday. Is, am I right about that? Yesterday was the first night. I guess it was kind of like a warm-up gig for it or whatever. Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. Home of Black Flag. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like that's a, there's some serious history there with the Hermosa <laughs> Beach. It's, Home of Black oh, yeah. Flag. Maybe you've heard of them. <laughs> I think Descendants were from there too. Yeah, I think you're right. We um, actually played with the Descendants in fucking Torrance, which is like right next door. Really? A million years ago. Yeah, it was the first Descendants show. When they got back together, they were filming a music video in Hollywood somewhere. We heard about it and got invited to go, like, see them or whatever. And we went down to the music video, you know, and we're all like, I don't know how old we are, you know, like 17, 18, maybe younger. And we went up to one of the guys in the band. I forget who we asked. And we're like, do you guys want to play a show tonight with (laughs) us at this place called Frogs? And they were like, sure, fuck it, we'll play a show. So, uh, yeah, so the descent, we didn't really think they were going to show up. It was just some crappy show we had booked. And you, you, know you just decided, like, you, you just wanted to ask, and, hey, what's the worst that could happen? They say no, oh, well. Exactly. It was like, you guys want to play? And I think, I think Bill Stevenson was, like, scratching his head, thinking about, like, going to get, like, lasagna from his favorite Italian place down there. <laughs> and I'm pretty wow. sure that's what did it, because, like, the show was almost over, and we walk outside, and we're like, yeah, they're not coming. There's no way they're coming to this shit. <laughs> right, and right. All, all of a sudden, this pickup truck pulled in with Bill Stevenson in the back of the pickup truck in a flatbed. <laughs> what? With, like, all these, like, <laughs> plates of food. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And then That's they got up amazing. on our gear and just destroyed in front of, like, 30 people. That's wow. Holy crap. That's amazing. People yeah. always talk about shows that, you know, these iconic shows and whatnot, but that's kind of incredible, man. That's Yeah, that's fabulous. Basically, no one was there, but they killed it. And they were on our gear, so we just got slaughtered. It was like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't know our gear sounded like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, was, but, it was really good. It was a really good, like, learning experience, you know? Uh, cool. So yeah, was was it uh, you know? And did did he have um, the the wireless rig? I know that uh, <laughs> I've always I always thought it's interesting that um, the guitarist for this end is uh, of, of course who's fantastic is a uh, he ha- he has a wireless rig. Dude, they didn't have any of their stuff. They just I think maybe they brought guitars, maybe. But they used all our gear. All your gear? Like, That's a, they were just like, no, gear. fuck it. We're That's, just going to roll up yeah. in here. That's pretty <laughs> That's badass. Awesome. And, and they shredded. Because they hadn't like played together in front of people in like however many years. Sure. You know what I mean? Like forever, basically. And they just, they destroyed it. Like everybody in the room. Because it was a punk show, you know what I mean? So everybody in the room already knew all the songs by heart, even though nobody even knew that Descendants were coming. It was like one of those things. Where you like <laughs> That's amazing. Show up to some crappy show, and then all of a sudden, like a band that everybody in the room loves and right. has loved since they're like a kid starts playing that you thought were broken up. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, that's amazing. 
Yeah, were people yeah, like, really cool. were people like, hey, who was that Descendants cover band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. They the knew, the they knew it was for real, dude. They yeah. were freaking out. It oh, was that's great. So that's awesome. awesome. That's super great. Yeah. Was he wearing a seatbelt in the back of the truck? Oh, hell no. He was wearing lasagna. <laughs> they're, they're red and He's raw. wearing lasagna. <laughs> yeah. They're wearing those raw noodles. <laughs> totally, man. Raw noodles. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So the, the uh, and, you know, which is not to short sell uh, the Icarus line on your own merits, of course, too, but that, that's, a, that's an incredible story. I, I assume that didn't happen last night, though, right? Uh, last night was different. I mean, I haven't even been to Hermosa Beach in a while except for like i don't really go to the beach that much unless i'm gonna go fishing and uh yeah it last night was different but it was cool it was sold out and um the crowd was like a mixed bag of you know hermosa beach people you right, know what i right, mean right, it's right. like what you know i don't know i've never South been Bay there folks. yeah what is what is that what does that mean <laughs> what is that what, That's what a place. Are, i mean no, you I know, know. kind of like just like beach folk man you know like people that want to live near the water okay i'm familiar you know? with that <coughs> i don't that know means. like you know surfers i guess i don't know if they're surfing but you know yeah they're like uh they like the idea of being thought of as people that might surf though i just look at exactly. i think of it as like inherent vice like joaquin phoenix hmm. as a stoner um they got like like goatees and shit yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. That's a helpful detail. <laughs> Goatees and board shorts. All right. I got it. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Goatees yeah. and board shorts play next week at Gilman. By the way. <laughs> right. It was cool though. It was. It was like you know. Um, I don't know if they knew what to think of us, and I, you know, it's probably going to be a lot of that on this trip. But that's okay. That's always fun for us. Yeah, and we should directly address the fact that uh, they're crystalline currently on tour and in support of their awesome new record, which is, uh, you heard a little bit earlier, which uh, All Things Under Heaven as the name of it. Yeah. Uh, you guys are playing with Scott Weiland and the Wildabouts, correct? How about that? Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go and say that's pretty wild. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, you know what? We, it seems like, I don't know. We don't really tour with bands who are like, uh, who are our peers that often, as far as like, you know, I don't know, bands that people would think we would tour with. We kind of tour with bands that people we shouldn't tour with or, or interesting matches or something like that. I don't know. You know what it is, honestly? It's like, um, it's fun. It's more fun for me to play in front of a crowd of people who have no idea what's going to happen. Right, right. You oh, know, yeah. then a, you know, a bunch of nerds who like think they know which Velvet Underground record you're ripping off at that one part. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, that's. I it's mean, kinda, it's like less cynical for some reason, which well, is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Instead of playing to some someone who maybe has is going to argue about you about what their favorite birthday party record is. Like you're talking to people that exactly. don't even know the birthday party is a band. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what the surprising thing is, is for like this crowd last night, these are like a lot of people from the nineties. So Shocking. they kind of, ha- you know, yeah, exactly. They kind of have heard of a lot of different music just because, you know, the underground 
was like exposed in mainstream media for a bit in the 90s, you know? So I think people got exposed to bands like Bottle Surfers and fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's so a good band name, actually. W- fucking whatever. <laughs> fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, whatever. It was cool. It was fine. And everyone seemed to be fine with what we were doing. No one threw anything at us. And there was like all these, uh, you know, there's like a bunch of milfs running around, you know, <laughs> that are like play interstate love song. <laughs> oh man, some oh check this out, this is pretty good. All right, some guy in the front while we were playing, he's like going mental, you know, and he looks like an older sort of upstanding citizen, right? Mm-hmm. Older than me, anyways, and I'm already kind of old, but like he's like freaking out and he wants to give me his business card at the end of the show and he's a fucking cardiologist you know what i mean it's like <laughs> you might need this you know? son <laughs> yeah it's like that kind of crowd man it was like wow right. uh, yeah <laughs> that's kind of messed up <laughs> it's fucking awesome to me it's just twisted <laughs> although i gotta say that flipper show definitely a cardiologist could have done some pretty good business handing out a bunch of business cards oh my gosh <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> for various different reasons not just related to age right but totally. so so in you brought up an important point. I mean, the Icarus Line, you, you guys are no strangers to touring at all. It's just, you, You've been no. on some, some pretty weighty some pretty weighty tours, but it always does seem like, yeah, it's, it's with, huh, they're playing with them, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of like a band that you, that you might imagine. So did that just end up being a thing, or was that something that was kind of... Boring? Well, a lot of the bands you imagine we should tour with will not take us on tour, you know? It's like, we'll play one show with a band you imagine we'd tour with, and then they don't want to play with us anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> really? So, yeah, why, that's happened why? a bunch. Why, w- why do you think that would happen? I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I thought we did a good job. Hmm. So, yeah, hmm. that's happened a few times where it's like, you know, we'll, we'll play a show, and we, we'll think it's gone really well and like oh cool yeah like this is a good fit and the crowd really seemed to like it a lot and then that's the end of that <laughs> then, then as that's it turns weird. out maybe less so that's terrible yeah i mean do you, yeah. do, you, do you do you hear like from the management about it like is it like what's oh no i think they'd probably be embarrassed to like actually say why they don't want to have us play with them again you know what i mean do they just not tell you where the next show is i mean what <laughs> how do they... yeah Pretty much, it's pretty. It, it 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 has been like that almost. It's like, oh, uh, we'll do like two shows with them and see how it goes, and then like if it's cool, you know, we'll we'll put them on the rest of the thing. And like a lot of times, especially when it's bands, it's like, oh yeah, that would make perfect sense. Right. A lot of time, it's like no. <laughs> That's so funny. That's like my dating experience. We're trying to rent a. <laughs> Exactly. It's kind of like that. So you just got to love the one you're with. You know what I mean? (laughs) The Icarus line. Loving the one you're with. Exactly. For real. (laughs) For real, though. Since uh, you could could say uh, that could be like a... You could put that in a sticker or something along those lines. Well, because it's been like... Gosh, '98 or something along those lines. Was that a when? When did your Chris Line form? It's been a while. Yeah, '98 is basically when it started. Kind of, you know, <clears throat> that's like when we like kind of grew legs and crawled out of the ocean. Right, right. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, 
Yeah. So a long time. But we were really young when we started the band, too. You know, I mean, fuck. We were basically just out of high school when we started this group, or when I started the group. Um, yeah, so a long time ago now. Sure, and and that's a you know that's 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 a long time back, and it's you, there's been a lot of trends that have kind of come and gone. There have been a lot of bands that have like risen up and fallen down, and here you guys are yeah. with, with a new record. And then come back again. Yeah, exactly, and then they, come back they, again, right? They, <laughs> you know. Probably should have done that like four times already. Um, yeah, I mean, I just never saw the point in kind of breaking up a band that, you know, what what's what's the point? Unless I like really had an identity crisis, you know what I mean? But I don't really. So, to me, it's it's all good. You know what I mean? It's I've never really had an identity crisis with myself, so I kind of know what I'm here to do and more or less this group has allowed me to do that up until up till now you know well sure and it's so then kind of building off of what we talked about earlier but you you guys like kind of playing with bands that weren't necessarily your, your peers a lot I mean you've played with a lot of these these sort of various different acts um you know uh, you played with the cult uh, for sure killing joke like i mean these are these are great iconic bands uh, i mean yeah we've played with a lot of really cool bands man are, are cardiologists handing you cards at all of these or are there more are there less muted reactions no, or <laughs> it's you know varying degrees of success i would say i'd say the hardest gigs to get over in recent memory were probably killing joke right because the people that go to see killing joke we did only europe with them so I don't know what it's like here, but the people that go see Killing Joke in the UK and Europe, they're there to see Killing Joke, and I'm pretty sure like Killing Joke is the only band they've ever even listened to. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that kind of vibe where it's just like, you know, 2,000 dudes with shaved heads. So. There's, there's Killing Joke, and then there's Total BS, which is everything else. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. But having said that, you know, you could do a lot worse than turn around killing joke you know no that sounds great but but what's it like you know if you're out with wolf mother then or something oh man what's that like wolf mother that was weird man um wolf mother we were on like a canadian winter tour with them which is already just a fucking suicidal proposition (laughs) it's gonna say it sounds like a bummer yeah Oh, man. I mean, we, we would be driving down the highway and slide off of the highway. Ooh. You know oh what I mean? Gosh. Just into the snow multiple times, just with no control. Just like, okay, I guess we're going over, guys. You know, that Yeah, kind I guess of this shit. is happening. Totally. Um, and they were really at the height of their success, you know, like uh, whatever their big song was, it was then. And, uh, I don't know, man. We didn't really hang out with those guys that much. Like, the first day we got there, they told us we weren't allowed to bring anybody backstage under any circumstances, even to our room, you know? And there was, like, all these crazy rules from Jump, and it was just kind of ridiculous because it's like, uh, I don't know. This is kind of, you know, this is already a bummer hanging out with these guys. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Little things go a long way on trips like that especially when you're like in a van chasing a bus 
and they're able to do like a 23 hour drive no problem and you got to chase them in a van it's just like already hard work and then you're dealing with like you know these guys who are temporary rock stars yeah yeah and it's in the dead of winter too so you already have environmental concerns for just getting from point a to point b let alone trying to keep pace with you know yeah, and what yeah, about totally. seasonal effects? With like a Led Zeppelin cover band or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, so, I, so I guess, gee, yeah, well, you know, wow. hey, harsh truths. So so what's, I mean, what's that like? Do you like see those guys and you're just like, hey, saw you up there. You know, I'd be like, what, what, what is Oh, that? at the end of the show? Yeah, like, what do you say no, to them? Do you just, like, I don't, I even talk to any of them. Wow. Honestly, but, you know, I didn't really make an effort after they kind of like, like they kind of, you know how it is. People make first impressions with you, and sometimes it's just enough to be like, well, fuck these guys, yeah. you know? Um, and maybe maybe we would say what's up, you know? And strangely enough, we ran into the singer somewhere along the tour at a party we were at, and he was having, like, the almost famous moment in front of all these people <laughs> and shit, and it oh, was man. just, like, it was actually kind of, like, horrible and just, like, oh, my God. Let's get out of here. It's like, hey, bro, you're, yeah. you're kind of living a cliche right now, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It was like, whatever, you know, it's fine. Let that guy have his fun. We got to get the fuck out of here. <sighs> and they're a wolf mother, too. That's the thing. Like, just, they're wolf mother. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It was like the clock was, like, ticking while we were there, you know? It's just like, oh, this is fucking whack. Um, but whatever. Well, I mean, still, like, I guess when you're at that point, though, it's almost the best thing is sort of like just when they treat you professionally and let you do your thing, right? I mean, it's... Exactly. Most of the bands we've toured with, I'd say, like, the great majority of them, um, you know, we develop, you know, relationships with, you know, like the cult. They're awesome. They're great guys. Very, very generous to us as far as, like, you know, just being good hosts you know killing joke was the same you know so most of the time it's not a horror show <laughs> right most of the time but Wolf every mother was like a that was a special sort of uh, circumstance really wow that's yeah kind of, that's an amazing story i mean lots of people don't have that <laughs> happen to them in their lives yeah right, there's well, that it doesn't seem that amazing when you're there. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's all good. Yeah, well. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, so, Keep doing it. <laughs> so talk to me about the, this uh, this new record you have. This uh, record that mm-hmm. just came out, All Things Under Heaven. We played a song from it earlier. We played uh, Total Pandemonium. Cool. And you're, this is, you, you guys have kind of been, quote unquote, back for like a little while now it seems like you're kind of doing like there's like about some sort of release every every year or so, so uh, but there was a like, yeah there's a pretty huge block of time where there really wasn't anything coming from you guys uh, yeah for a while too busy like smoking math in the hotel room you know <laughs> um i mean i guess just the last few years since i've had my own studio and been able to control the output a little bit more, you know, we don't have to beg anyone to make records, you know, we don't have to kind of like go through six middlemen to get a record done. We can just do records now. It's ideal, you know, for someone like me, cause I'm always writing and 
you know, always working on, you know, new art whenever I'm not just working on business shit. So, you know, we're basically able to work at the speed of creation. And that's kind of, you know, that's why it's, you know, why we have a record out for a year now, because we can. Sure, It sure. would have always been like that, to tell you the truth, honestly, even when I was smoking meth in a hotel room. But, you know, at that point, I was kind of at the mercy of whoever kind of, you know, held the purse strings and would let us go into a studio or help fund it or whatever. You know what I mean? It seemed like we spent more time trying to figure out how to get into a studio than being in one, which is like, you know, I'm sure that's true for most bands, but now that I have, I have like an amazing studio here in Los Angeles, um, we can just record and make records and kind of capture things while they're still happening instead of, you know, you know, documenting a retrospective of the last four years work. Now it's just like, cool, this is what's happening right now. Press record, done. All right, it's a record. Right, like you're able to get something recorded that you still think of as living songs rather than being something where all the joy has been sucked out of it and you don't really know totally. <laughs> what it is you found about it to begin with. By the That's really it. it. Yeah, it's not even so much the joy. It's just like relevant to the moment, you know, right. and what's relevant to now may not be, you know, at least personally in a year. So it's, to me, recording is all about capturing something, you know, that's like, you know, by definition, that's what it is. So absolutely, you yeah. kind of want to capture something at its freshest, you know, you want to capture performances as they happen, not trying to like, you know, be like, hmm, how did we do that? How how did we sound so good four years ago? Yeah, it's, that's just horrible. Of course, yeah, yeah, that, you don't want <laughs> I mean... That's like the, the like guidelines for making terrible records. It's just to like keep recording things and keep trying to fucking massage it until it's flat, you know? Of course, yeah, and that's, you know, that's rough. <laughs> that's not, that's, oh, yeah. You're rarely going to turn out, you know, momentous pieces of work when that's the that's the situation it just kind of exactly it doesn't it's i suppose it's possible but it doesn't lend itself well and unless you're you know uh-huh. well, maybe radiohead or something can pull that off i don't know maybe maybe not <laughs> maybe actually i'm gonna go and say probably not having listened to most recent radiohead <laughs> stuff <laughs> oh man so and i and i guess at this point you know it, it's been quite a while but you know, there, there's, it's, it's hard not to, not to talk about it. Uh, Aaron North. He, what about him? He's, uh, it's been about 10 years since he, since he quit, right? Fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get salacious or anything. Oh, I'm fine. I, 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 read, I read that spin article yeah. and, uh, it, it was kind of a bummer, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, that article was kind of sensationalized, you know, at at least from my point of view, whatever, but I don't really know. All I know is I know Aaron, you know what I mean? That's it. So, you know, I'd say halfway in between that article and, you know, a fantasy is the truth. Well, I mean, do you uh, you ever, are you, are you guys, do you ever talk anymore? Do you ever, is there any contact Um, at all? I saw him like... Like four years ago, for a minute, for just like a minute, 
I saw him. And, uh, you know, he kind of gave me the, the lowdown of, like, you know, what had happened in his life with Nine Inch Nails and, like, how all that kind of ended up. And I, I don't, it was, you know what, he gave, I, he gave me way too much information, to be honest. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just saw him for a few days, and then that was it. I didn't really see him again. And uh, I know a couple people that still see him here and there, and I don't know. You know, I don't know too much. I know that he's still in town somewhere, you know, in the L.A. area. Hmm. Wow. But, of course, L.A. is a pretty big area, so. <laughs> exactly. So who knows what that means. But, uh, yeah, I really don't know what – you were not, like, in regular contact by any means. So I don't really know what he's up to in his life. You know, hmm. that sounds that sounds dismal a little bit. Yeah, doesn't doesn't. Well, sound, it happens. Almost everybody I grew up with is like that, so it's not really that shocking of a story to me. You know what I mean? You know, he's like one of the people that got to go on to do something, and then like you know, for every Aaron North, there's like 20 other people that I grew up with that. Uh, didn't get to do anything, but I still don't know what they're doing and have heard weird, dark stories about. So to me, it's just like another head off the totem pole, you know? Is there anyone that you would like particularly, you, you particularly wonder about or think about? Um, no, not really. I don't really like, I do not think about the past that often. Uh. Mm. It's not. It's not really something I like to dwell on just because, I don't know, anytime you're thinking about the past, you're not really thinking about what you're doing right now, and you're also not thinking about what you're supposed to be doing soon, you know? So, to me, it's kind of just, uh, I don't know, nostalgia is not my thing. Well, that's reasonable. I mean, living in the present is pretty important if you're, like, striving to move forward or be enlightened in any sort sense exactly exactly there's like you know you can know the past without having to think about it i think yeah that's fair you know well and so you know the icarus lines music definitely it sounds uniquely like you but i i think there are definitely antecedents uh to the kind of rock and roll that you guys do of course things like the stooges you know the aforementioned birthday party some of my favorite bands of all time uh i mean yeah. is that something that you're you're conscious of or is just sort of like the way it comes out kind of is how it comes out i mean it's not like you're I, wolf mother i think <laughs> yeah anything, i think but, the <laughs> whole deal with this band was we always wanted to have the same sort of spirit as those kind of groups you know what i mean sure. it was like like i don't really think much of our music sounds like uh the stooges at all honestly even though that's like the most name checked group reference or whatever in every review of the icarus line but to me i don't really you know i don't really hear that much of the stooges but then again how would i but I do feel the spirit of it, you know? Yeah, I, that the, the danger side of rock I, and roll. Yeah, yeah. Like the really, like kind of like, oh, what, something kind of crazy is happening and may continue to happen and may get crazier. Like that is how well, I think of it. Well, yeah, like, you know, the Stooges, when you like uh, maybe investigate 
bear in mind for him because, you know, I've worked with James Williamson and stuff like that and kind of, like, talked to him about, you know, back in the day, stupid stuff, and kind of, I don't know, you listen to a record like Funhouse, and that was like a bunch of scumbags from Ann Arbor in Detroit trying to reach towards Ornette Coleman or something like that, but right. they couldn't really do that because they're not jazz musicians. You know, I would say that mentality, um, and, but it was also filled with, like, you know, black James Brown rage, too, you know, and I can completely relate to that sentiment uh, within this music, you know. It's always been kind of like a, a a line to straddle for this group. It's like, how do you kind of incorporate, like, black music and angular music, you know, into one sort of thing that isn't, you know, doesn't turn into some sort of wacky hybrid. Right, exactly. And well, that's one of the reasons why when I mentioned, you know, and I should mention that the Birthday Party is one of my favorite bands of all time, but I think they did a very unique job of kind of like being, you know, relatively art rock, but also kind of swaggeringly menace-filled. Like there, there was definitely like an undercurrent of, of like, oh, this is some dark evil stuff that's going on right here. I like swagger totally. and menace pa- paired together. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and well, and I think that's, I think the Stooges, you know, as much as it's weird to think of them being a mainstream reference, <laughs> like it's more of a mainstream reference for that kind, kind of, of thing. Now. now they are. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Degree. I mean, for people who still like music with guitars, you know, <laughs> you can pretty much say right. like the Stooges and, you know, or Iggy Pop at least. You can say Iggy Pop and, dude, I mean, Iggy played on fucking American Idol. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Someone yeah. doesn't know who Iggy Pop is. They're just like basically retarded you know like they do not have a grip on pop music you, you know? i mean i you would be surprised i <laughs> what i mean i i saw uh connor oberst play recently and my, i'm so sorry my yeah whatever well, it's like a thing <clears throat> yeah. it, was, it was free it was free um but <laughs> my friend was like, oh, he kind of sounds like he's doing a Mumford and Sons thing, and I was ah, like, nice. I was like, how do I respond to that without being a complete asshole? <laughs> like, you know, you just go, yep, he is. It's just like, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Um, well, I am really surprised that you just said that, and I know you. Like you're a person. You just gotta say when people say stuff like that. You just gotta say kill Whitey. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a great all-purpose answer for something like that. And drop the mic and leave. (laughs) Exactly. Alternate response could just be fucking white people. No, seriously, seriously. You don't know who Iggy Pop is? Fucking white people. (laughs) Wait, that doesn't. Yeah, people are tripping these days. Yeah. Drop it. Uh, yeah, and and of course, you know, what I'd probably say something like, "No, Connor Erberst is the limb biscuit in this situation. He came first. <laughs> totally. Good one, Conan. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was it was awkward for many reasons. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So, all right, I'll, having little to do with Connor Oberst, yeah, th- this new record. You know, you're on this tour. Uh, you, you've got a bunch of dates that you're doing with the the Scott Weiland band. Uh, I think you mm-hmm. got at the time of this airing. I think you got uh, Las Vegas, right? Oh, uh, dude, it's like nine weeks or something insane. Yeah, it's there's there's a lot going on, and you and you are going to be playing. It's a long here. tour. We get home December 23rd. How fucked up is that? That's pretty crazy. That's 
I'm going to go ahead and say this. That's a long time to be spending with Scott Weiland. <laughs> that's a long time to be spending with, like, anybody. <laughs> it you know really what I'm is, yeah. Like, every day. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much anybody, you like, know? Like, in the same, like, vicinity? Are you going to be traveling in the same vehicle? Oh, no. Oh, okay. That's, I, dr- that's... I drive myself in a black Cadillac behind the tour van. <laughs> nice. You're like the tugboat. <laughs> the tugboat. Nice. <laughs> the tour tugboat. Yeah, it's funny. He's actually exclusively traveling by catapult on uh, <laughs> on this tour. He's got a parachute in onto the stage. <laughs> that I would, wish. That would be amazing. Well, no, actually, it would be amazing. <laughs> Can you please try that? <laughs> Maybe with safety. Man, production? if we had the budget for that, I probably would have done something like that already. Yeah, <laughs> get you could like a uh, simulcast it with a uh, like America's Got Talent or something. I'm I'm gonna start a GoFundMe account. Some <laughs> human cannonball. Yeah. Yeah, my luck, they'd just like shoot me straight into the wall, and <laughs> that would be it. You know what I mean? No, right. no, no. I'd be See? like moving myself down sidewalks on a skateboard on my knees for the rest of my life or something. Oh no no no! We'd use a dummy first to test it out, make sure. Well, who would the <laughs> dummy be? <laughs> Someone from Duh, Connor Oberst. <laughs> There Thank we you. go. I set you. I set it up. You dunk it in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Someone's got to pick that low hanging fruit. Yeah. Let's go back. Totally. So I don't mean, boss, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that, it is. But th- that is a very long tour. It's a long time to be spending with the same people. Like uh, everything. These 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 bandmates you have. The the, the current lineup of the Acris line. These guys are cool. None of them's like a serial farter or anything along those lines. <laughs> They're like serial everything. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, there's going to be some serious uh, damage going down. Um, yeah, basically everyone is in my group is like a complete psycho, including myself. So yeah, nothing's changed. There's <laughs> like only really there. one one way to get into the band, and that's to have like mental problems, you know, that are like thinly veiled with like you know enthusiasm for music. How do you audition for that? <laughs> um. Well, you show up with a guitar and then, uh, you know, take abuse from me learning the songs for the next seven weeks. That's basically how the process, it's like a seven-week process. If you can make it to the tour, then you've done well. That sounds like a better reality show than half of the reality shows that are on television (laughs) right now, by the way. (laughs) We were going to film the tryouts this time just because we've had so many insane like auditions. I mean, you can only imagine oh, for like yeah. a band wait, wait, wait. Fine, like I'm sure. I out, can imagine, know? but I'd prefer like a reference. Like, what is the craziest? Most. Oh man, I don't know. There's this one guy that drove from Wisconsin. Whoa! And through like the biggest blizzard. This was years ago. Through the biggest blizzard of all time, and it was like he was trying out for drums. This was like five years ago or something. He drove all the way out to California, got to my house at four in the morning, and I was like, didn't even know this guy. I knew a guy that grew up with him who was also a drummer, and he was like, this guy taught me to play drums. He's fucking great. You know, I was like, okay, sure. Let me reach out to him. He's like, I'll be right there. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> okay. Five days later. So, yeah, exactly. He's like, no, so no, really, I'll be right there. Up. Oh, yeah, he was right there. He drives up to my house, comes into my house, and sees the new record, which was Black Lives at that point, looks at the cover while he's, like, taking a shit in my toilet. Been in, been in my house for, like, 10 minutes. And it's, like, 8 in the morning. Looks at the credit, and he's, like, sees the photographer who took it, 
and starts going crazy on me, telling me that he has wanted to kill that guy for, you know, a decade. Like, Whoa. seriously, stab him, kill him. Like, you know, he was scorned heavily by this guy back in Minneapolis. You know, and what? the photographer is a friend of mine. Okay. You know, so yeah. all of a sudden I have this, like, semi-homicidal-seeming maniac, you know, going to stay with me to try out for the group, you know, and that's how it started. in your toilet. <laughs> yeah, oh, let's, yeah. Let's, let's not like, gloss over that. <laughs> Can't gloss yeah, over you that. you know, making himself at home, which is fine. You know, I would, like, do almost anything for, like, a musician that can play. But, um, you know, we go to do the rehearsal. Of course, he's like, I know these songs like my mother. You know, we can't get through one bar of anything. And, you know, over the course of the rehearsal, at the end, you know, finally we're like, well, mm, I don't know, man. Maybe we should just, like, knock it on the head. And then, you know, he pulls me aside and he's like, do you know where I can get some heroin? You know what I mean? And that's like... Yeah, you know what I mean? So that's one of them. But we've probably auditioned like 100 people over the course of the band. So. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, though. That's helpful reference. Yeah, I could, I could probably write a book on just the auditions. Oh, yeah. I, I would read the hell out of that book. Yeah, you, you, me? Sh- you should definitely write right? that book. Hell, I'll write the foreword for you. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah, get get on it. <laughs> you, got, you got several months in a vehicle driving around. Just get a notepad and start writing. <laughs> Time to do it, huh? Yes, oh, my God. For real. Most of them are blocked out, though. You know what I mean? Like, I have, a like, a good knack for just, like, you know, shutting down yeah. horrific <laughs> memories where it's, like, you know, because usually it just, like, reflects on myself. I'm just, like, wow, is this really my life right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. right. So, All you want to do is, like, like, get someone that's competent down. into the band so you can go play some shows and, you know... Do you do your thing and, and like you're in the situation where, yeah, you're like, oh yeah, my God. Yeah, no, I've had those moments where I'm like, oh my God, this is my life. This is me. Like, I'm yeah, you're staring into a mirror at moments like that where yeah. you're like, whoa, man, awesome. I've been doing this for 10 years and it's still happening. What does that say? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yes, definitely, definitely have had those <laughs> moments many times. So I'm sure everyone does in some way, some yeah. form or another, you know? Yeah. Well, and I feel, and I feel like uh, you know, I hate to say it, but when when you're based in Los Angeles, I think you you kind of you you get a little wider net of everything. But that also includes people that are like, cool. That means that I'm going to like be a part of this and make it. You know, they get these ideas in in their head, and that can attract. Yeah, you can get people driving from Wisconsin (laughs) directly for that. I could see that directly overnight. I'll be right there. You know what I mean? It's crazy. The, the, wow. This isn't an easy band to audition for if, if that's, like, happening. Often, we settle on people who we know through word of mouth. That's the crazy part, you know? So At you know the the day, that they're going to be okay people. You know, they're not going to stab you in your sleep or something. All that stuff. And that have played music. And, you know, it's always that kind of thing. You know, it's like everyone in the group now has played in other groups. Like the bass player who's filling in for Alvin. Is in this band, Wake Up Lucid. I produced one, two of their records. Um, you know, the guitar player, Kale Hunger, he has uh, played in a bunch of different bands in L.A., you know, like Holy Shit and uh, sure. Jack Names Band. So, you know what I mean? Like, so it all kind of works out. But for some reason, we have this, like, masochistic audition process just to uh, make us grateful for the people that we end up with. 
<laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. At least semi grateful. Like yeah. by by the time you you reach a sane person that can just play the songs and you know isn't isn't falling down. Yeah. <laughs> during practice and the wrong way, then you're probably just yeah, like, so exactly. excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, perspective perspective is pretty important. You know, like if you if you hadn't seen those other terrible things, how would you reference and know to avoid them? Exactly. Well, and what would you talk about at the end of? The audition. Yeah, you, know, exactly. you got something to talk about. You're like, remember that guy who took a shit and then freaked out on me about the photographer? I just don't even know. Like, at least that was crazy. It's like, remember the guy that showed up totally wasted and only knew that one poison riff and kept just like walking around <laughs> like in a circle. Yeah. That's Weirdly, he was the filling guitar for Poison. <laughs> yeah, I mean, craziness. I that one was rough. I, our, our then bass player Lance threw his bass on the ground like halfway through the oh guy playing the first song and walked out of the room. Was just like not doing this. Wow. And left. That was it. We wow. didn't see him anymore. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dang. So it's a lot of fun, you know, being in the Icarus line. Yeah. So so how about <laughs> so in less dramatic examples? How about somebody that you know maybe is a competent player uh, and decent enough person, but just kind of not a good fit? Have there been any situations that are like maybe a little less dramatic? Um. Oh yeah, those are the ones you really forget. You know what I mean? It's like if right. you want to be remembered, you need to you know go up in a blaze of flames. Like you know? play one like, poison lick and around and walk around in circles. <laughs> Yeah, you need to, like, really, you know, just drop a stink bomb in the room because, like, otherwise, I won't remember anything, you know? It's just like, uh-huh, right, okay, you're a bartender, well, I'm asleep, you know, and that's it. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I'd be, I would read that book. Like I said, I'd write the foreword. I think we can, I think we can work on this. We can make a project. Well... We'll see what happens. There's a lot of stories, man. <laughs> I bet, yeah. And, well, and <laughs> so in, in less dramatic news, and, we, and we've touched upon this a little bit, but we haven't really dived too into it. You do record bands. That's a, that's a thing you do. You've got you. You mentioned you have your own studio now. You don't have to deal with you know the nonsense of yeah getting getting you know the preamble towards recording. You can just kind of record whenever you want. So how do you more or less? Yeah. So how do you approach who and what you record when it's not your stuff like how do you find uh, different bands i don't know i mean i mean i don't record as many bands as people that like do that for a living or like want to be someone who does that you know um i kind of fall in league with folks that we should probably work together you know what i mean it's that kind of thing where it's like okay you know this would probably be good and then it happens, you know, but I don't really like, you know, I, I have a business card, but it doesn't have a number or email or anything on it. If that will give you like any sort of, you know, insight into how, you know, vigorously I market myself as like a producer. It's like, here, take this, go away, you know? Um, yeah. So it just kind of happens. It's, it's really, it's really like, if it makes sense, at this point in my life, I don't want to try to do anything that doesn't make sense with the story of my, you know, my life story and like my vision for what I'm doing with art. So if it kind of doesn't fit into that sort of 
you know, house, then what's the point of me being involved, you know, unless I'm just, like, doing something technical for someone, which, you know, I don't know. There's so many people that do that shit. Like, why would you want me to do it? Unless you're just, like, a friend and want to hook me up with some money or something. You know what I mean? But, uh, right, yeah, right. usually it happens because it makes sense, and I'll probably be able to bring something to the project. That's fair enough. I mean, so that's how. yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> and uh, so and I, I like the idea of having the business card that just has no information on it too. That's, that's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, they're more like the let's not talk ever again cards. Like if we're really going to talk, <laughs> then we'll just get our phones out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe that should be on the other side of it. It should be like, you know, uh, on, on, the, on the front. Fuck off. <laughs> Bye forever, dickhead. Yeah, like cake rocks. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I need some of those. <laughs> that would be right? helpful. <laughs> I should make some really. So buy business card. Then, then, all right. Try if you can. Can you give me a little context for the for the the Queen Kwong? stuff yeah yeah well i have like a long history with her i've known her for a long time um you know um we've worked on music together for a long time we lived together at one point a million years ago and i mean ever since we kind of knew each other i was trying to foster her you know musical you know, journey or whatever, you know, trying to kind of like be encouraging. Cause when I first met her, I think she, she was either not wanting to show me her music or I think she was a little bit jaded about the situation cause she had done some stuff and it hadn't really gone well and probably been in the wrong hands and just, you know, she was young and people kind of like, you know, having like goofy delusions about what it should be. So over the years, we've worked together on and off, and then, you know, we'll do a recording, and then she'll get a management deal, and they're like, oh, that's a great recording. Why don't we get you in with this, like, guy who everyone thinks is cool and ruin what you got going on, you know what I mean? (laughs) And then that happens, and then we get back together and do something good again, and then that happens again. You know, it's crazy. But over the last few years, she's worked really hard to kind of send sort of start to cement herself and her identity and also I think feeling more confident as an artist in her decisions and being like you know what let's just make good music together and whatever like we don't need to worry about you know the business side of things which you know for some people that's easy to do for me it's always been like well I don't really care if anyone likes us anyways you know but some people that's not as easy you know they're right raised differently everyone's raised differently sometimes like success is something that people's parents expect out of them and whatnot so anyways i'm just blathering on here but uh yeah we've we've kind of been like steadily working on music for the last few years together and actually in january we're going to start writing for her next record oh wow okay yeah so that's and usually it's just us in the studio, just me and her. Like that's it. Interesting, and, and then you know, there's obviously there's been a lot of, you know, you, you get you get a certain amount of hype attached anytime you have West Borland attached to something. <laughs> of, of right. Too. 
<laughs> yeah, and I think that's even been a little bit frustrating. That like because they're like doesn't know, have much to do with anything, couple or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's been frustrating for her because reviews come out for the record, and they kind of assume the live band is the band that kind of made the record, but. You know, I mean, that's not really the case, but whatever. Who cares, man? You know what I mean? If people want to think that, fine. I don't give a shit. Right. I mean, and, you know, hopefully at least, it, it, I guess in a way it's a hook. It's just sort of maybe a distracting one, potentially. You know what? As long as no one's saying that they played my record, I don't care. You know what I mean, she can go fight that battle, and she'll do it. So let her have it. She'll, she'll, set, she'll set the press straight, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that and so that's interesting. Uh, we we touched on a, you know a few things, but like what bands? What bands are you really into right now that are that are around? Uh, Current bands. Yeah, bands that like you're really hyped about. Um. Man. Okay. I'm gonna have to think. And uh, of course, I'm trying to see who I've seen recently. Um, and you can't say Scott Weiland and the Wildabouts because you guys are on tour together. So no, you know, I mean, I saw Swans this year; they were great. Um, I love the new Wolf Eyes record. I heard a couple days ago. I think that record's pretty awesome. Um, obviously, just like everybody else in the world, I like the new Kendrick record and the new D'Angelo record, and. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else I've seen in the last while. I don't know. Is that enough? <laughs> That's pretty good. There's, there's no quota. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's not enough. It's never enough. No! More! <laughs> More! I I, That's like the hardest one for me. You know what I mean? Trying to think of like bands, you know? Yeah, it's hard. Well, and I don't so go to that much or anything, you know? So I just kind of like download stuff. I like Destruction Unit, even though I haven't seen them live. I, I produced a record for them this year, and I thought they are a cool band. Have you heard of a band called The Soft Moon? Yeah, why have I heard of that? Are they like a Dead Moon cover band? No. <laughs> That'd be pretty good, though. <laughs> that would be pretty good, but their music is completely and utterly different. But it's really cool. I feel like you'd like you'd like them. <clears throat> it's kind I've of heard that name like in the last week. Really? For some reason. Yeah, that's, totally. That's interesting. I don't know where or why, but yes, I saw that attached. You know how it is these days with the fucking internet? It's just like... Yeah. You're telling me. Everyone <laughs> heard of every fucking thing, but heard of nothing. You know what I right, mean? It's right. crazy. I like, always... Yeah, yeah I probably I, heard them before. I, I try to pay attention when it comes up repeatedly. Like, sort of, it's like, oh, that's weird. That's like the third time I've talked about that. Today. Yeah, I want to say maybe I've seen them. Have I, have I seen them? Maybe I've seen them. I don't know. I saw them at the chapel recently, and they were probably one of the best live shows I've, other than Flipper, like that I've seen in a really long wow. time. That's high praise. That's yeah. cool. Really? Yeah. That's cool. All, all of their the sounds they're like kind of industrial, a little bit rock and roll, but um, I was really impressed with how they recreated the sounds live because I thought that it was like a drum machine or something, but it's totally not. It's all them. The band. Yeah, it's like just they distorted their instruments and it sounds really cool. And I was like, wow. Where are they from? 
Um, I think the, the singer is originally from Oakland, but they may have relocated. Okay. Yeah. So they're from around there or no? Originally, but I think they might live in Brooklyn now or something. <laughs> okay. Yes, which is a likely thing. That yeah, that happen. makes sense. That's what I heard. The, my roommate was telling me that he's been into them for a really long time and actually like almost broke his ankle at that show because he was raging too hard. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he was having too much fun and rolled his ankle. He's not fucking around with that. <laughs> but shit happens when you get older, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, Every oh. day closer to the grave. <laughs> yeah. Best reason to call into work ever. I rolled my ankle at a show that was really awesome. <laughs> oh man! Well, and that, that brings up that brings up a good point. So you know, we we touched on aging uh, a few times, but I mean, you know, Icarus Line shows it's not no Connor Ober's situation. I mean, it's not. <laughs> True. No way, man. True. That guy's got energy. <laughs> <laughs> like as as one ages, you know, it, it's it's a different scene when you're when you're you get a little older. Like you have to. You kind of work a little harder to uh, to do the same sort of stuff. Yeah, well, we're all fat now. You know, <laughs> we look like poison idea when we roll up there. It's crazy. Oh, man. oh, oh damn man. it! <laughs> wow, um, good one. No, I. You know what? I could either lie or tell the truth. Usually, I'll just tell the truth because it's just it's horror. It's a horror show. Getting old is just. It's. I don't know how old you guys are, but you know. Right around 32, things take a turn, you know, especially if you've just, like, led, like, a life on the road or, you know, just basically being a piece of shit for most of your life. <laughs> your body starts, you know, your body starts to just, like, reject the idea of bouncing back from anything. <laughs> yeah, right, no, don't, right. I totally feel you. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah so... I don't know. I, you know, I really, I try to like stretch and stuff, you know, if, if that makes any sense. Like I honestly, which no. just is like trips me out, you know, that it's like, oh my God, I have to like stretch like, when <laughs> I get up yeah. or I'll just be like uh, a cripple, yeah. you know, like for real, I'll be a cripple. It's fucking nuts. Like the last long tour we did in the winter over in Europe. I I don't remember how long it was. It was about five weeks, and it culminated at All Tomorrow's Parties, and it was like the last All Tomorrow's Parties, and it was like, oh, great show. We've got to play a full set. And really, you know, when it's the last show, you just know, like, well, this might be the last show ever, especially for our band, because it's always like, well, I don't know. I'm going to really do this shit again. And, like, you just destroy yourself. But when I came home, I didn't, I couldn't, Literally couldn't get out of bed for two weeks and had to be taken to a doctor Oof, and a like, you know, like a sports injury doctor and they had to like do all this stuff and wanted to get an MRI and all this craziness, you know what I mean? So yeah, getting older and doing this is, it can be tricky, especially in the cold, which is when they always put us on the road. It's like, cool, no one else <laughs> wants to tour now, put the Icarus line out there. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you guys have a tendency to sort of be, be out and about, like, on, like, the Jack Frost tour. Like, what's going on with that? Who'd you piss off for that? I mean, just, like, what's... Oh, man, who didn't we piss off? I mean, that's pretty much what the story is, you know? It's just like, uh, we're going to get... We're going to be on Snow Patrol forever, man. Um, I don't know why, you know, but I think it's just a little less traffic, honestly, because 
you know, summer is like, people think it's nice to go out during the summer. To be honest, I don't mind the winter tours. Maybe in some of the European countries where they haven't discovered heating yet, it kind of hurts. But, you know, besides that, whatever, it's nice. I'm going to see some snow. I got my boots fixed. Well, you know, and you're, and you're playing rock and roll, too, so as long as you don't, like, you know, walk immediately under the freezing weather, still all sweaty, it's usually okay. That's, like, exactly what we usually do, though. <laughs> you know? They're like, take your gear out there. Bye. You know? Well, it's definitely bracing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That does require stretching. <laughs> <laughs> so... I still need to buy a coat, man. I haven't bought a coat for this trip. I'm like, you should probably get on that. Decide. Man, what's up? What's dude? Just like borrow one of like Scott Weiland's like pink, freaking fur Muppet fur coats. You know, some. I wish I, I wish I had a fur coat, man. If it didn't kind of disgust me, like what yeah. the deal was with fur. I love a fur coat, you know, like a American look, gangster fur coat. They they both look and feel pretty rad. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so warm. Yeah, yeah, and they're they, just the warmest thing ever, right? They you know? make artificial ones that are pretty fancy and like kind of feel real. I'm just saying. Unless you stand next to a flame and then it melts <laughs> to your skin. <laughs> sure, they're and you're like covered with fake fur permanently. It's like, oh, Joe's a werewolf now. You're all like, hey, honey. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> covered with fake fur <laughs> instead of body hair. <laughs> exactly, like patchy and shitty all over me. Oh man, Aww. that's harsh. <laughs> man, that is that is also dismal. <laughs> let's, let's not let that happen. <laughs> exactly. I'll find one. I'll find something out there. Should go to a thrift store You're, tomorrow. Yeah, I know. You know how it is. You like put it off, and then all of a sudden. You get somewhere freezing, and then you just buy the worst thing you can find, but it's right in front of you. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, right, okay, Marty McFly vest, whatever, I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Yep. I'm, I'm from Florida. I definitely understand what that's like. That can also work out yeah. to your credit, though. I was on tour once, and my, my bandmate was in the same situation, and it suddenly started to get cold, and we were in front of this thrift store, and he saw this badass, like, motorcycle jacket that, for some reason, was, like, you know, one-fifth of the price that it should be, like, price to move. Because they didn't know. Yeah, they just didn't know what they had, and so he, he bought this, like, totally badass motorcycle jacket. That's and, kind of awesome. That can happen. It could happen once yeah, I to wouldn't... your bandmate and no one else. I was going to say, I wouldn't expect that to happen everywhere you go, though. Yeah. No, I kind of want, like, a sleeping bag with arms anyways. You they, know what I mean? I'm not, make, like, really... They make you those. Know, I want, that, you know, that's a like thing. A that's they, actually a thing. Polar Polar brand, polarstuff.com. They make sleep... It's a sleeping bag that has armholes. I'm not I'm not kidding. It's real. No, that's a that's a very real thing. It's kind sure. of amazing. Yeah. It's called an That's asset. awesome. <laughs> I, uh, all right having nothing to do with walkable sleeping bags uh <laughs> how's how's the experience then for uh being like guest ag- editor for magnet that's kind of been an interesting following that yeah i don't think they really wanted what i gave them but uh yeah maybe they did i don't know i didn't really have much direct contact with them i just sent stuff to the publisher and they kept like i kept getting like these messages sort of via her being like, oh, yeah, you don't have to, like, write all that shit. Just send us, like, a, you know, your favorite ice cream or something. You know what I mean? It was like, uh, <laughs> I don't really want to do that, you know? So, you know, as per usual, I got way too ambitious 
for what you know what they're asking and it is what it is i uh decided to give people something that has value to it instead of just more garbage on the internet right exactly yeah you know and that isn't necessarily what they thought they were getting into huh (laughs) i think they just didn't really yeah i think they just were like you know what's your favorite color you know what i mean it's just like that kind of shit you know you're supposed to just be like oh i really like you know this vegan restaurant in maine you know because <laughs> right. it's like good you know like just do dumb shit which you know what that's totally fine but people gotta be careful when they give me a platform because i'll just like i'll walk on it you know what i mean right right I mean, I, I enjoyed the the thing with Warren Ellis with the about, with the Eastwood guitars and everything. That was that's fascinating. Oh yeah, he's a fascinating dude. It's an yeah. interesting conversation. Yeah, Warren's awesome, man. That's the thing. It's like you know, you don't people don't get to you know hear from guys like that all the time. And I know that fans of the Icarus line are probably fans of like Grinderman and shit like that too. You know, right? So why not you know let Warren talk about some stuff he's interested in and kind of let people see a little bit about him because he's like a legend, you know? So let it happen. Totally. Let it happen indeed. Yeah. <laughs> That's my motto. L- let it happen. The Icarus line. I did feel like I should get paid for the fucking shit. But by the end of it, I was like, man, they should be paying me for this. Uh, were they, like, I, was it for exposure, which is difficult to accept as a currency anywhere? Yeah, that's the crazy thing is, like, these days, people want you to do work to be in their magazines or whatever. They're like, yeah, yeah, just create the content and, like, do our job for us, and we'll put you in the magazine. It's like, damn. Gee, thanks. Why do, you, why do you think that, yeah, why do you think that change has happened? Um, I think that happened because they probably don't have any money, first of all, <laughs> yes. to keep, like, anyone <laughs> decent on staff. You know, yeah, and you know it's an easy it's an easy way to fill a page, and it's an easy Twitter click. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, yeah, cool, do something, we'll put it up, done. You know, like you would be surprised, or maybe not, how many people run their show like that. Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. Whatever, that's fine. But you know, in the days of uh, the only, you know sort of media outlet I was ever kind of involved with even sort of was Buddyhead, you know? And nobody was allowed to touch any of our shit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, nobody, you know? So that was kind of the whole thing was like, okay, we're cur- curating a fucking point of view here. So, you know, don't touch. Sure, and, you know, that's... And that's something that it's not necessarily what I think of when I think of Magna Magazine, I guess. So <laughs> that's maybe that's a different thing. I don't thing. even really know there was still a magazine, dude. I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I really didn't know either until I saw I was like, Oh, Joe's doing something with Magnet? Cool, I'll click on that. So I guess if, they won, I guess, if, because I did the thing. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's not like a surprise because I don't know anyone that's still a magazine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Big takeover. There's still a magazine anymore. When you go to a magazine stand, I don't even fucking see music magazines. So it's like, how would you even know? You know, the only music magazine I ever read is like LA Weekly or something because it's free on the floor by the tacos or whatever. 
Yeah, otherwise just a bunch of uh, magazines trying to tell women how to feel bad about themselves. And, uh, <laughs> like, maybe, yeah. maybe something to do with sports. Jim and Chloe did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> See what the celebutards are up to. Exactly. That's pretty funny in a sad way. It is. It's funny because it's true. Yeah. It's totally true. That's how we're living now, you know? I mean, the magazines are on the Internet, right? I mean... The magazines are like TV shows meets magazines because it's like noisy and pitchfork and all this shit. You know, those are like the big, they're the big kids on campus, right? They're the big bullies that like all the squares go to to like find out about music, you know? Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it's all on the inter- interweb now. Yeah, I mean, it's true and it's a little bit confusing like that sound. Hey, I'm dialing into the internet. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that the dial-up sound? It is, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, uh, and you could play that for a bunch of, of younger people and be like, what's that? I don't get it. Like, I know. Oh. That's really weird. It's really, yeah, well, I mean, we're, we're old, I guess. We're, yeah. Well, we're like, I guess that's always what happens when you get old. <laughs> I feel like we're- It tra- is what happens. Well, it's a transition. And like, as you grow older, you stay the same, but things are still changing. It's always How old are you guys? I'm 30... What am I? 37. <laughs> you forgot? Okay. I did, actually. Yeah. I, I'm 31. So you're, you're... Okay, so you guys are around my age. Yeah. Um, how, wait, how old are you? We've, I'm 36. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's weird. We've lived through, like, a... a we lived through, like, a complete sort of, like technological socio-revolution right. in yeah, our life. It's true. It's very it's true. It's just fucking insane. You know, I mean, pr- probably nothing is as significant since, like, the Industrial Revolution or something like that, right? I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. it's wild because it's not settled. You know, it yeah. hasn't, like, played out, like, at yeah. all. It's just continued, continuing to kind of devolve. It seemed to, like, peak very fast, and now there's, like, this the evolution of just theft and shittiness and nudity and fucking, you know, every comment on every website is like two comments away from fuck your mother. You know, it's just crazy, you know? Yeah, there's a certain level of anonymity that is like creating this antagonistic behavior because people don't necessarily have to be responsible for their opinions because once they're expressed, like, what's the backlash? What's going to happen? No backlash. No one's going to break your teeth. Yeah, it's not not really. I mean, they might say they will, or if they do really, like, they're probably a freaking wussy and when they show up to bring your teeth you're like oh it's you you're like two feet tall (laughs) but that like never happens you know what i mean i didn't realize you were an angry gnome yeah it's just like how warwick davis get off the internet yeah. (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's a really weird i think about this thing you're talking about a lot and it's interesting i think you summed it up pretty well like that it's not settled we haven't even figured out the negative like actual scientific side effects of earbuds or like yeah oh i can tell you they make music sound like crap (laughs) yeah right uh it's it's really it's really crazy it's also pushing forward like a change of like our own consciousness really fast too. And like the way sure. that 
the way that we perceive each other, the way relationships are interacting. Like, oh, sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many people do you, like, hate on the internet that you're, you actually like in real life? I mean, that's, like, <laughs> yeah. fucked up, right? Dude, you're like, God, yeah. I hate that guy. Like, why does he say this kind of shit on the internet? Like, doesn't he know what he's doing? Um, like, I it's have, in public? Yeah. And then you see him, you're like, oh, fuck, man. It's you. Yeah, yeah. we're friends. <laughs> yeah, why does exactly. he do that shit, you idiot? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I know it's really crazy like I have very very close personal experience with that I can't get like too detailed on but like seriously we all do so I I mean yeah it's it's crazy to be like wait (laughs) wait what's happening wait you care about what now like that's important to you oh man people with their feelings and all that shit it's (laughs) just like like you need to leave that shit alone man like like all 1500 of your facebook friends you know do not need to know like your weird feelings right now right yeah i don't maybe they do maybe i'm just uptight i don't know maybe i should like talk about everything that happened no but that shit freaks me out well no i mean it's important to curate what you're like expressing and to whom i mean it's it's hard to do but it's like you can't you can't go around like sharing your innermost horrors or details with everyone and i feel like you know with technology now you people feel at ease they're obliged yeah yeah they're obliged by themselves to just like pontificate and kind of you know just go overboard and I don't know if those folks ever look back over that shit because I'll just look back over a photo that got posted and be like, I want to fucking die. You know what I mean? Like, why does, like, I hope no one ever, like, reads anything I've ever done or, you know, been in ever. You know what I mean? That's kind of how, I mean, I don't listen to my records ever the day I'm done mixing them. It's really? over. Like, they're they're dead to me. Oh, yeah. Or anything I wrote on any of, like, even that magnet shit, or anything you see of my writing, I will not read after the moment that it's written. I don't even proof it. I'm just like, whatever. You know, I just can't. It's really? Just, yeah, it makes me disgusted. Do you feel... I'm just like, ew. Do you feel like that, like... I mean, I'm 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 kind of the same way. I do, like, go over certain things a little bit more, but... I do you feel like it's that confrontation of like that I I made that kind of thing that makes you not want to listen to it? Um I just don't want to hear the sound of my own voice past yeah. the moment that it's coming out of my mouth. Sure. You know what I mean? Like that's it to me. After that it's like some kind of weird facsimile of what it was or what I felt about it yeah. at that moment. And I, and that will trip me out forever. So I don't know. It's like some kind of, you know, control freak purist notion to be like, once it's done, it's done. But for me, that's the only way to stay strong about moving forward, you know? Hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective. I kind of, I kind of greatly agree with that. Interesting. Cause I, I, I yeah. cause I, I'm actually of a different mind that I think that going back and studying things that you've already done can actually help you proceed and not make the same mistakes. Now, is it painful and sometimes horrifying? Of course it is. But as totally, I like, I, I mean, I don't sit here and like read my own articles and like, you know, listen to the, listen to this radio show for fun necessarily. Uh, but 
you know, I, I am interested in, okay, let's find out what was good. Let's find out, you know, what was maybe not so good and move on from there. Um, totally. I mean, there's definitely if you like, can do like that more power to you. I would just like stop doing everything if I did that. Gotcha. That makes you know sense. what I mean? It would be like, eh, I'm fucking over this. I mean, I Time think to be a plumber. I think you have a lovely <laughs> voice, first of all. Because I thought that when you came on the phone earlier, so I'm going to tell you that since it's absolutely genuine, and you just said that. What's that? I, I, I said I think you have a lovely voice. I thought that earlier before you. See, people just said people that. say that sometimes. I'm like, damn, not when I hear it. You know, I'm like, right, and uh, <laughs> shit up. Well, it sounds you know? different to you because it's not inside your head, but to what I hear, that's all I know. You know, that's I yeah, only. Yeah, everyone hate the sound of their own voice, right? I mean, right. that's kind of an established rule. And if you don't, then you're like, you're like a, you must be like a dictator or something from some <laughs> you're foreign country. Probably a sociopath <laughs> and also a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if you like sit around, like you know, you're like, oh man, you know what's great? My voice. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably, probably not. So you much. know what else is great? Golden furniture. Let's do this. Let's kill some people. You know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what is, wait, what is this? This is What is happening right now? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh. <laughs> this is uh, Joe telling us about the new Icarus line record. Exactly. <laughs> speaking that's, of, that's my honeymoon right there. <laughs> so speaking of the new Icarus, Icarus line record, you have a uh, you do you have Warren you have a couple guests you have Warren Ellis on there. You also have a uh, there's a Joe Coleman. That's uh, correct. Thing of that, which is super interesting. Cause I, I love that guy, but I don't really hear <laughs> hear or see too much from him. I guess. Like, I guess I could easily go on the internet and see what he's up to. I know, mean, but. he's just like an outsider. I don't think there's that much to like even find on the internet. I don't think he's a big. You know, I don't think he's like he's like from the generation of New York before that. Where I don't know if everyone transitioned over like the way we did because it happened while we were young. Right. You know, I if I was. 10 years older, I probably wouldn't even have like an email account, honestly, knowing my personality. You know, I would just be like, why? You know? Um, but he's still painting and getting paid well to paint and doing, he's acting in movies and still collecting awesome serial killer artifacts and other artifacts that are just crazy. I went over to his apartment slash museum in Brooklyn and fuck man he's great he's like a really great guy and a unique mind you know which is just why I was attracted to his art before I knew him and since he lived up to exactly what you would want Joe Coleman to be he's great so did you have that kind of planned out in mind or was it something that sort of just like happened they're like oh this yeah, I had that, the documentary that I pulled that speech from, mm-hmm. I've had for years. My old sound guy, Daryl Litt, who is the bass player, or no, he was a keyboard player in that band, Les Shock, from Long Beach years ago. Oh, sure, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was our live touring sound guy for a number of years, and a friend, and he turned me on to Joe Coleman, he's like, hey man, do you know Joe Coleman? I was like, uh, nope. And he gave me that DVD, I think, for my birthday one year. And I fell in love with his artwork and just his whole aesthetic. You know, I was like, okay, this guy's, you know, on the outskirts of, you know, 
everything, and I loved it. You yeah, know? like like his and stuff that in that research speech. book, the the pranks book. That was pretty <laughs> some pretty wild stuff. Oh, like man. it's crazy. Oh yeah, him him like blowing himself up, <laughs> yeah. all that shit. You know, I mean he he's done some pretty cool wild stuff, right? So that speech has always had a dent in my mind. It's always been like, man, that's a great speech, you know. And when this record started coming together, I had the documentary on in the lounge at the studio for a few days in a row. And that speech was locking in to everything else that was happening. There was like no bones about it. You know what I mean? It just right, was right. like, this has to be on the record, you know? And at that point I didn't have a title for the record. And that speech is where the title for the record comes from. Right. You know? And, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of willed it to be so. There's no other way to really say it. I didn't have any direct link to Joe, but I wanted that speech on the record. And then I ended up meeting Asia Argento at the studio one day oh, wow. to kind of like play some of the record for her and, you know, just kind of like a general hangout session. Like, hey, check out what I'm working on art-wise or whatever, you know? And I knew that, Joe had done a portrait of her because it was on her Twitter page, you know? So I was like, do you know Joe Coleman? And she's like, yeah, I know Joe Coleman. He's like my godfather or something. Whoa. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, here we go. Here's my pitch. I want to use this speech on my record. You know, the speech has been in my life for years, but this is the record it needs to be on. So she hooked me up with Joe. I had to go over to his house and meet him before he would agree to let me use it because obviously I didn't have any money to pay him. Right. So he wants to make and sure you're a decent dude. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, we met up, it went well. And then I ended up using, using the speech on the record. That's really nice. cool. That's really awesome. That's a, that's a really yeah. Cool so it was kind of a fateful story. sort of circumstance, you know, that's a really awesome, cool, like way for that to unfold. That's the only way any of this shit unfolds for me. You know, because yeah. I don't have, like, money to play with. So I kind of have to, like, let things just fall into place and be good. And that's, like, how most good shit happens, I feel. You it's know? true. I, I feel that way, too. Yeah. You can't really, like, you know, what are you going to do? Go, like, write some email to Joe Coleman and be like, hey, uh, I'll give you $1,500 if you'll uh, endorse me. It's like, yeah, that's not <laughs> the right person. You know? Probably the wrong approach, Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll 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 actually play that song. Um, it, it, man, this is it's been it's great talking to you, man. Thanks so much for doing it. Of course. Uh, and I'm just doing my laundry while I talk to you guys. So like <laughs> two birds with one stone. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you want to uh, hear, if if you want to uh, hear, uh, find out about all things Icarus Land, including all the great uh, tour dates and whatnot, they can go to uh, com, I believe, right? Correct. I think you have all the various social networking stuff that you would expect <laughs> to be on there. Everyone knows how to find everything now. Yeah, you don't. Just, like, type in, like, George Bush, and you'll end up finding the address line. You know what I mean? So, whatever. <laughs> all right, so go, go to Google and type in George Bush and see what uh, Joe's up to. Yeah, <laughs> And exactly. then try typing in the Icarus line. <laughs> and then after you, you've looked at that for a while, type in the Icarus line and go, go see them uh, tour all around uh, with Scott Weiland and the Wildabouts. 
and Barbara Bush headlining. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That would actually be probably cool. <laughs> that would be cool, truthful. right? Yeah. That, who else? Yeah. Who else can say that? Come on. <laughs> She's doing Hazel Action songs. <laughs> the first night out. Nice. It's going to be fucking wild. It's going to get crazy. Yeah. Uh, Joe, well, thanks so much for joining us, man. That was really awesome. Thank of you course. for joining us. And uh, yeah. All yeah. right, you guys. Am I going to see you guys on this? Somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah. gonna be here Sun- on Sunday, Sunday right? Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right, cool. Let's just we'll we'll find the yes right now. Yes, we'll see you there. Absolutely. Awesome. We'll bring the t-shirt. Right, cannon. Have a good night. You too. Yeah. <laughs> right, Joe, take care. <laughs> All right. Bye. Good night. There he goes. All right, let's hear some uh, All Things Under Heaven. This is a uh, featuring uh, Joe Coleman, the aforementioned Joel Coleman. Look around. The Hunter virus is waiting for you. Ebola and the tropical rainforest is cooking up all kinds of brews to make sure that the population is kept into control. All these things are necessary. Why is there an increase in sexual deviation right now? It's because it goes against procreative sex. Mother Nature does not want more children. No, this is not a time of birth. It's not a time to give birth. It's a time to die. The Bible says all things under heaven, under heaven, under heaven, under heaven. That includes death as well as life. ones, you point the finger, you say the junkie's the problem, you say the sexual deviant is the problem, you say the serial killer is the problem, you say the racist is the problem, you say the man that hates his fellow man is the problem, but they ain't the problem. The sexual deviant, the murderer, the serial killer, the taker of human life is the cure! You're the problem!
All right. That's Little Horn by the Icarus Line. And we are out of time, baby. Out of time. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, I'd like to thank our guest, Jill Carmone from the Icarus Line. Thank you. You've been listening to Protonic Reversal, and we thank you for it. We do this show every week. Every week, baby. Are we going? Every week. We don't know. All the weeks. Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific. Protonic Reversal. Uh, RadioNoob.com, RadioNeutron.com for the archives. Go to the Icarus line. Just type, type in what? Barbara Bush, I think? Yeah, there you go. You'll figure it out to get all things Icarus line. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, people. Take down notes. Up next. Check you later. Circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now? broadcasting if there's no one there to receive it's the end of radio as we come to the close of our broadcast day Hey, hey!